1: Now for our story. On a recent visit to her uncle, David Bowman, at the Wakefield Bank, Kit Mead had encountered Aunt Mary, had learned of Lisa Fenner's visit to the Lane Farm, learned that Mrs. Fenner had admitted knowing Kit. Later, in a panic, Kit asked herself what this might mean. Had Aunt Mary looked at her strangely? Had Lisa told the whole story of the baby's true parenthood? And was she to be confronted suddenly with the accusation of having claimed Lisa's child as her own? She had to find out. And so today, Kit drove down to the square, parked a green roadster at a vantage point, and waited for the arrival of Aunt Mary's pickup truck, which was sure to be in today to make a delivery. Shortly after she arrived, the truck pulled up. Aunt Mary got out and went in one direction, while Peggy Douglas, her niece, headed for the Brown Palace Hotel. Kit followed. Now she overtakes Peggy, going through the swinging doors into the lobby.
0: Well, Peggy, this is a nice surprise. Oh, Hello, Kit. How have you been, Peggy? It's been quite a while since I saw you. I've been very well, thank you. I, uh, I was just going through to the coffee shop for a bite of lunch. Won't you join me? I have a lunch date with Nicholas. In fact, I'm here now to meet him. Oh, I see. That's too bad. (laughs) Well, since you apparently have to wait for him, I, I think I'll sit here a minute, too. I'm allergic to eating alone. Maybe someone I know will come by. Uh, That is, if you don't object to my company. After all, kid, it's a free country. A free country. So it is. By the way, Peggy, that reminds me. I suppose you've heard the news. News? I don't know which news you mean. Well, I should think it would be the first thing you would think of. I mean about the divorce. Oh. Yes, Bill told us about it the other night. I thought he would. I didn't expect he'd lose much time in giving you the glad tidings. Bill and Aunt Mary are very good friends. You know she's interested in his welfare. But of course you're not. That's not so, of course. I'm naturally concerned about what happens to Bill, too. He's a friend of mine. Just a friend? You still insist on misunderstanding the situation between Bill and me, don't you? Well, it's not a question of misunderstanding. It's just a case of knowing what goes on beneath the surface of things. Whatever you mean by that. Simply that the way people act isn't always the way they feel. That may be so, but it still doesn't prove anything. Anyone can jump to conclusions. But I think you take too much for granted, Kit. Do you? I certainly do. You've made up your mind to certain things about Bill and me, and nothing seems to make any difference to you. You've made these accusations before. Frankly, Kit, I'm getting very fed up with it. Well, well, you're quite a little firebrand, Peggy. It becomes you, too. You can't throw me off by making fun of me. Oh, but I'm not making fun of you. I'm really quite impressed. And you mustn't think I don't realize that you and Bill are both made of the very noblest stuff. I'm sure you imagine your feelings toward each other are entirely honorable. In fact, you've probably convinced yourselves that you're just good pals. Now, that's all very fine. But you see, you haven't convinced me. I think you're still crazy about him. Why do you insist on going around insulting people, making insinuations? You consider it an insult for me to believe you're still in love with Bill? Yes, I do, under the circumstances. Besides, you know very well if you and Bill had been happily married, you wouldn't have needed to come to Aunt Mary or to me for understanding. Not my fault your marriage wasn't satisfactory. I'm not so sure about that. There's such a thing as being haunted by the ghost of the past. And you make quite an active little ghost, Peggy. You're with us all the time. That isn't my fault, even if it's true. I've got my own life to live, and I'm living it. Nicholas and I... Yes? What about Nicholas and you? You know, it's odd you haven't been married by this time. I understood the wedding was all set. And then something happened, didn't it? Somebody changed his mind. There's no reason why I should sit here and let you analyze what I do or don't do, Kit. All right, Peggy. I'll be generous. Let's analyze what I've done. I made the mistake of marrying Bill. I'm perfectly willing to admit I made a mistake. It took you an awfully long time to realize it, it seems to me. There were reasons why I hesitated to admit defeat. For one thing, the baby. I felt we owed it to the child to try and make a go of it. That sounds strange coming from you, kid. What do you mean by that? What's strange about it? Quite. Just that I've never pictured you as the maternal type. And from everything I've heard... Whatever you heard was gossip. This town. Every time you turn around... But I suppose it's only natural. People haven't anything better to do than talk about each other. Well, kid, if you don't like being gossiped about, you're probably going to be pretty uncomfortable in the next few months. What makes you think I'll be uncomfortable? I have nothing on my conscience. I didn't say you had. All I meant was that in every divorce, naturally... Oh, oh the divorce again. That's what we were talking about, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yes, of course. However, it's not my favorite topic of conversation. Well, then, let's change the subject, shall we? Look, Kit, please don't sit here on my account. Nichols will be down any minute and... Or let's consider it of you, Peggy, but... I happen to feel like making small talk. So, unless you want to get up and walk away, I'm afraid you're trapped. Very well. Though it's hard to think of any interest we could have in common. Oh, I don't know. Let me think. Oh, how about this house guest Aunt Mary mentioned? Some girl who's been visiting you. Only oh, you mean Miss? Yes. An out-of-town visitor always makes exciting conversation. Did Aunt Mary tell you about Lisa? She mentioned her. Said she'd been staying with you. Oh. I was interested. The name sounded so familiar. Then I remembered that I'd met her once. Some time ago. I see. Well, you probably know as much about her as we do then. She didn't talk about herself very much. That's too bad. I imagine she'd had quite an interesting life. I guess she has had... Being a dancer. However, she seemed to be quite unhappy about something. Well, what a shame. It's odd she didn't confide in you or Aunt Mary. Well, Kit, maybe I'm an exception to your rule about small town gossips. But I don't believe in pressing people to talk about themselves unless they want to. Well, that's very sensitive of you, Peggy. But Aunt Mary's the very person most people would choose to tell their troubles to. Yes, that's true. Aunt Mary is that kind of a person. Maybe Lisa did tell her what was the matter, for all I know. But Aunt Mary wouldn't tell me unless there were something I could do to help. She's very good at keeping people's secrets when it's the best thing to do. And when it isn't? Naturally. If Aunt Mary knew something that it would be better to tell, something that would solve everybody's problems, she'd do something about it. Yes. Yes, I'm sure she would. Anyway, I, I don't know where all this is leading us. Perhaps I'm only interested because it's nice to know other people have troubles, too. Maybe it's the old misery-likes-company routine. You don't look very miserable to me, kid. Somehow I have an idea you'll manage to take care of yourself very nicely. You think so? Well, Peggy, I only hope you're right. Oh, isn't that Mr. Dorn coming out of the elevator? Hmm? Oh, yes, it is. Well, I think I'll run along. Nicholas Dorn and I can manage to worry along very well without each other. And thanks for a very charming and very interesting conversation.
1: Kit hurried through the lobby and out to the street. She wanted to think back over her conversation with Peggy and decide just what it had revealed. It had brought Kit some relief because Peggy Douglas wasn't capable of hiding her feelings completely. If she'd known anything about the baby, if Lisa had told her the truth, it would surely have been apparent in what Peggy said. But Kit would not have felt so easy if she'd known where Lisa Fenner was now, in Chicago, working with Aunt Mary's good friend, Del Shipley. Del, who had promised Aunt Mary to keep track of this unhappy young woman, try to learn what's troubling her.